Are you ready? You are about to enter the Power On Boost podcast, where we facilitate the awakening of your personal power by providing powerful content that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you realize you are enough. Come join your host, Adrian Wesley, and let him show you how you can turn your power on and be alive to thrive. Alive to Thrive, another amazing episode of the Power on Boost, raising vibrations and awakening personal power worldwide. My name is Adrian Wesley. I'm the host of the show. Very, very excited to introduce this special guest to you, Mustafa A.S. Jafir. Very, very excited to have you here today, Mustafa. Awesome stuff, Adrian. Thank you so much for having me here. Super, super pumped and excited. Awesome. Awesome. Mustafa is a successful uh, online and offline entrepreneur. He's an internationally accredited coach. He's, uh, he's also coming to my retreat in Vietnam. So super, super excited to have you here, uh, Mustafa. And our topic today is understanding flow state. Uh, but to get us started, uh, Mustafa, can you let us know about where you grew up and uh, what the story is around your parents' uh, immigrating to the UK. Absolutely, Adrian, with pleasure, man. Um, so I was born in, in Manchester in, in the UK, in the United Kingdom. My parents, my heritage is from Iraq, and they came over to the UK in 1991, um, just because of the, the, the dictator Saddam Hussein and of course the Gulf War at the time. And um, it, was, it was really bad times for a lot of Iraqi people out there at the time. Now, my dad was in the army, at the time, a lot of the guys who were in the army had to sign um, to a party of Saddam Hussein's. And this party is not, a, a, should we say, a, a party of liberation. It's more of a, a, a cult that's really going to torture a lot of people and massacre masses of people who are really, really struggling with, with life at its, at its finest. Now, when, we, when, when they came to, a, to the UK, uh, they came with my uh, elder sister at the time and my, my older brother as well. And I was born a little after when they arrived. Um, now, we grew up just like any other Iraqi family in the UK. Um, we struggled at first just to really sit into society at the time um, because the generations were completely different. The West is completely different from the East. And when you have a family immigrate over, um, it's, it's a big struggle. Now, this is something they had to overcome themselves. And my parents are absolute warriors. They, they did such a good job raising their kids up and really helping us um, really succeed in life uh, in so many different ways possible. And there was no pressure, like there's a lot of pressure on, on kids in other um, traditional families. And my, my parents always wanted the best for us, but at the same time, they wanted us to be really happy. And this is super, super important because in, in, in the Iraqi culture, there's a little bit of a joke. Um, if, you, if, you're not a, if you're not a doctor, if you're not a pharmacist or, a, or an engineer, you've, you've, you've pr pr practically flopped it and you've failed at life. So we, we've kind of broken away from that norm. And we just wanted, they just wanted the kids to be really happy and, and successful in their own way. And that's something I really cherish with my upbringing from my parents. 
um, massively. So just the usual schooling, you go to school, you go to college, you go to university, and I, I qualified as an anesthesia practitioner. Now, I landed myself a decent job, uh, was considered a decent job. I was helping saving lives in hospitals and surgical theaters, and putting patients to sleep with um, anesthetists on a day-to-day -day basis. And this is, it was really rewarding. And then I realized after climbing such a massive mountain through university, there were so many other fucking big mountains after that to climb in life. <laughs> so I decided I need to really wake up and realize, is this for me? Is this the next step of my life? Am I really going to carry on doing this for the next God knows how many years? And the answer was no. Um, I went traveling. I took a sabbatical away from work. Uh, I went all around Southeast Asia for seven months, uh, seven different countries, a month in each one. I literally nearly overstayed my visa in each and every country. Um, and then when I came back to the UK, it was more of a decision I had to make because I've just experienced life and freedom. And coming back to the corporate environment was just, Mustafa, you need to leave. You need to leave. And these are the conversations I was having with myself. Now, little do you know, your subconscious is always listening. And a couple of weeks after that, I sat down and I spoke to my partner and I said, we need to go. <laughs> we need to go. We need to get out of it. So we decided to um, venture, sell everything we have, get married, and move to Dubai. Now it's a bit of a, a bit of an interesting story because we didn't really have an intention of moving to the United Arab Emirates at all. We had an intention of moving to the Middle East. Why Dubai? I have no idea. And this is something I want to really tap into and talk about very very soon. So. After selling everything, we got married, we, we landed ourselves in, in Dubai, and it was one of the worst couple of weeks of my entire life, for me personally. And the reason of that was because I was fearful, I was scared of what was going to happen, I didn't have a job, I didn't have a plan, I just quit everything in my life and left. Now, the only person I had in my life at the time was my partner, my wife Sabrina, she was with me, beside me. But at the same time, we are always trying to strive for an individual plan of life in general. And if you're always depending on somebody else, it doesn't really flow in your state um, and in your favor. So this is where the struggle came in. I landed in, in a country where there's a lot of discrimination and me being brought up with amazing parents and amazing upbringing, I treat everybody the same equally. Everyone is equal to me and I treat everybody with respect. Now to come into a country where I find there's a lot of discrimination, this is gonna be really hard for me to take in. And this is one of the biggest struggles I went through is understanding the dynamics of how these countries work and how does it work in the Middle East. Um, now, after a few, a few minutes of thinking over this, then a few hours, then a few weeks, then a few months, and I was like, you need to do something about this. And this is when it hit me. I need to be comfortable with the discomforts I'm experiencing around me. I clocked that, that thought process. Everything changed in my life. Absolutely everything. I was sat down on a hammock on my balcony, literally crying, but in the most joyful way possible because I was in a flow of state or a state flow as we call it. Now, what does this mean? This means to me and to a lot of people is a state of least resistance. 
I am completely submitted to the present moment, completely submitted to awareness of what's going on around me. And once that happened, that's it. You can never go back. You, you've experienced a taste of uh, flow state and you understand how it's going to work. Your, your, your brain starts tapping into all these different analogies. You're like, whoa, I get life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's, that's the idea of being aware of the present and really submitting to whatever is going to happen next is meant for you. And little did I know, I was meant to be here in Dubai. This was the right move for me. This is the right path I'm going to take because that week after an opportunity hit me to become an entrepreneur, to start my own business, to start a business in Dubai online. And it's led me to becoming an accredited international coach, helping people all around the world. And at the same time, if I really did not have that comfort and the risk taking of coming out here, experiencing the discomforts of life, then being aware of the state I'm in, submitting to it i would really not be here in the present moment talking to you and on this podcast adrian it really would not have happened awesome awesome i love the story brother now i just want to backtrack a little bit to uh to leaving the uk now um what was your what were your parents uh what was your parents thinking about you selling everything and leaving your career and moving and what are the, what are the challenges that you faced uh, dealing with that decision first to leave the uk it wasn't really just my parents, it was everybody around me. And that was, you're crazy. <laughs> you're absolutely mad. And now, you have to face these things in life. Uh, family, friends, and your work colleagues, no matter who's in your life at the time, a lot of them may not support your moves, may not support your big risk-taking actions. And the advice, or, or what I can say is, you really have to absorb absorb everything that's around you understand that they're coming from a place of lack of risk they haven't taken the risk before maybe they've not stepped out of their comfort zones in the past so they haven't got a relatable story for you they don't serve your purpose in your new venture in your new path now the minute you can understand that you really will feel a lot better about your move that you're about to make. And this could be anything in your life. It doesn't really have to be moving countries. It could really be embarking a new journey or meeting someone you want to progress a relationship with. It could be anything. You really do have to understand the present moment, what you want, and be very, very vivid with your vision. And I mean, I wasn't. But what I knew was something good is going to happen. And... I went to experience really, really bad discomforts when I did. I didn't go around sharing this. I, I literally was just submitting to the present moment. And that is when I was in that flow state. And we will dive a lot deeper into that in a, in a few moments as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's a major issue for people. And I think uh, society, regular society program definitely doesn't teach self-confidence and self-esteem. And when you want to make a decision like you did to leave something that everybody believes around you is what you should be doing as stable as safe. Um, a lot of people don't have the self-esteem and the self-confidence to break away from what their, their family thinks is best for them. So I applaud you for having that courage, brother. Um, how was your wife? Uh, how was your wife with the whole decision to move and leave? And how, how was, how was she with all of that? 
No, I must say I, I really need to take my hats off to Sabrina because she's always been supportive. Um, she's been an absolute rock. She's just the best. Um, I mean, just like any, any relationship, you have to talk to your partners before you make a big decision. And I'm the type to always make decisions before talking to your partner. So I had to sit down and really break it down to her. Like, this is, this is the next step of our, our life. This is what we, we do. And we just needed to work out an, an, an equilibrium where we're both happy with what, where we're going. Um, and that's exactly where it's landed us. So communication is, of course, very, very key, very vital. And if you can find a partner who really can listen to you and, and you give back that same respect, it's, it's amazing. You should definitely cherish that person because they're hard to find. 100%, brother, 100%. Now, uh, another thing that, um, that I find interesting that I just want to drill down into a little bit is you had a good job. You were, uh, uh, you were what was the title again? Anesthesia? I was an anesthesia practitioner. So you've got a good living. You're making good money. You're helping people. What was missing? What, 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 was, uh, what was missing from the equation for you to make the decision to leave? So the way I see this, and it's just kind of the way I see life now, I have no problem with, with doctors, nurses, engineers, teachers. I think we need them, if anything. And what I have a problem with is the way they're treated, the way that their, their living conditions are, their working conditions are, and I don't agree with them completely. Now, I experienced that hands-on. I was just treated as a number. I've just finished the degree. I've I got a really good... Um, job prospect a career and i got a really good job which i strived for but at the same time i was treated as a number now that to a human is almost a form of slavery putting your name down into a box literally on a whiteboard is how i viewed my shift for the day i used to walk in and i'll see mustafa room 101 or theater 5 or whichever and i'm in a box and like when, when you visually see this on a consecutive day, every single day consistently, what's going to happen to you? It's really going to lower your standard, your value of life, the way you see your own life. Now, that's exactly what I experienced. I experienced complete resistance of me being able to achieve anything to the point where I, I even applied to do courses that I wanted funding by the hospital that will help the hospital. And they were rejected. <laughs> it just made yeah. no sense. I had yeah. so much. It's interesting, brother. And I, uh, I want to make quite clear to anybody that's listening is, is uh, I'm heavily biased on entrepreneurship, but there's nothing wrong with having a job and there's nothing wrong with working at a hospital. There's nothing wrong with being a teacher and working within the institution all your life. But the only thing I will say is that the, uh, the safety is an illusion, in my opinion, uh, because you're an employee for somebody and you're not developing skills that allow you to feed yourself in terms of, uh, as an entrepreneur, you have to know how to feed yourself. You have to know how to sell a product or sell something. Um, so that's all I'd say to everybody that is in a comfortable job that wants more from your life. That's who my message to you right now is that the only thing stopping you is really, uh, um, fear and an illusion because, uh, uh, the comfortable uh, golden handcuffs that come with some of these positions uh, aren't necessarily going to protect you if things change uh, within the back end of that company or that institution. So super, super exciting story. Now, one thing that came up for me that I'm interested in is uh, your parents leave the Middle East 
to uh, escape oppression and you leave everything in the UK and head back to the Middle East. Why, why the Middle East, brother? Nothing's wrong with the Middle East. It's just kind of a funny story why, the, why that would happen. You want to know something, Adrian? This is the first time someone has ever brought it to my attention and that's exactly what's happened. <laughs> well, then you might not have an answer, but it's something to think about, brother. As soon as you told me, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> His parents uh, escaped the Middle East and then the guy fucking has the courage to leave everything behind and he heads back to the Middle East, but it was calling you, brother. It's where you're supposed to be, right? Exactly. And to, to the topic of why I'm talking about this is I'm just going to be more aware of why that happened and I'm going to see what comes from that because... I, I need to tap into that state flow again to realize why did I return back to the Middle East? That is a, such a good, good question to ask myself. So that's my homework for today. That's definitely something I'm going to do. Awesome. Well, I can tell you right now what's coming up inside of me, brother, if, if there really is um, to make a big impact on this planet like you do, uh, there's no better place to be in the, but to be in the epicenter of uh, some of the things that are going on in Dubai in terms of teaching and helping others how to set themselves free. Uh, because one thing for sure, if you can't leave an environment like that, the concept of flow state, the concept of meditating, the concept of letting go is going to have a, a massive impact on people to, to be able to transcend their current uh, situation. So I'm glad you've got something else to think about and to look into brother, because I'm excited to hear what your answer is. I think it's fascinating what we do in, and what we do uh, from what our parents did and how we create our own lives. Now, um, you talk about getting into flow state and you touched on something that changed my life three years ago and it's why I'm in Thailand and it's why I've built some successful businesses and I call it letting go, uh, releasing resistance and, uh, and then you allow the universe to give back to you everything that you're in the same frequency of and it's super, super powerful. So dive in a bit more, brother. Explain to the audience this concept about, uh, you know, being in the now, uh, accepting what's going on. Can you uh, dive into that a bit more, please? Absolutely. So I'm going to kind of describe a bit of a visual for everybody. So if you can picture yourself stood in the middle of a room and you have a line that's really taken from the middle of where your eyes are all the way um, to the to, to a, a end and this could be an end of your life so it's just one straight line um, and that's your life path now let's just say and we already know like your your life isn't going to be as straightforward as you may think and um, people always take zigzags and let's just draw another zigzag right across this straight line all the way to the end now as we grow year by year and we learn new things we learn the skill set and we also find that there's a lot of resistance towards certain aspects of our lives. And this is the kind of zigzag life path you're really going to take. Now, every time you overlap your life path, the straight line, this is the flow states that I'm describing. This, could you imagine if you're in a room and every time you're, you're overlapping the straight line, everything goes bright, everything is light. It's just a green light of success and you, you, everything's working out for you. You're abundant and you're so happy, you're high vibrational, you're grateful. And at the minute that you step off that line and you carry on on your zigzag path, everything goes dark, it's, it's, it's red, it's, it's not working out for you, you're struggling, there's problems, there's challenges you're facing. Now, that's, that's the analogy I wanted to describe here, Adrian. And 
the, the idea of this is every time, in terms of a zigzag, every time you, you, you bend and you turn, that's a breakthrough. Every time you change direction and you go more towards the life path, that is a breakthrough. This is the most growth you will ever have in your entire life because you're going to grow from zigzag number one, two, three, all the way to whatever age you're on this planet for. Now, the idea is try and get yourself to the, 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 the straight path as many times as possible in your lifetime. Now, if you can understand the awareness of your feelings of when you are on this path, you're going to master the fact that you're going to be more drawn to really being on that path itself. And you're really going to feel abundant. You're going to feel amazing, high vibrational. Things are going to work out for you. And you're going to really submit to the present moment. And that's where magical things happen in your life. And to link it back to my story, the moment I submitted to the present moment and being comfortable with the discomforts I was experiencing, that was me on that path. That was the green light. That was the abundance. That was the opportunity that came to me. And that's kind of the visual I wanted to explain to you guys. It's a bit of a spiral, but it kind of makes sense. And I hope a lot of you understand what I've just explained. Um, so yeah, that's that, Adrian. Well, and I think uh, just to add to your, your awesome explanation with the zigzags of life is sometimes we have to go to where we don't want to be to find out where we do want to be. And contrast is a super, super important part of our growth as humans. Uh, contrast is what propels us to become the greatest version of ourself, which is what you just talked about. And to me, in your analogy, the contrast are those zigzags uh, where you're experiencing not, not your higher self, not a comfortable space, uh, their struggles. Uh, but that often always, if we're awake and aware, like you said, propels us back to that life path or our higher selves or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, and I think something else I want to explain to people listening is to me, uh, achieving flow state and, and floating downstream is about letting go of resistance. And what Mustafa is talking about when he uh, accepted and surrendered to the uncomfortableness is he transcended uh, that control that this human experience has on us and you released all the resistance that you had and what happened then? Tell everybody what happened after you learned this technique of releasing resistance and surrendering to the now and being okay with being uncomfortable. Okay, let's dive into exactly what happened. So I was, the, the fear factor of me being out here was again, I, I was jobless. I didn't have a job. I quit everything back in the UK now. The moment I submitted to the present moment and I started to be conscious and aware of what's going on, an opportunity online arrived. And that's where I plunged in. Everything felt connected. And I'm going to blow, blow your minds, guys. Like, why did I come to Dubai? And I'm going to explain how it works out in the best interest of someone who's really aware. Now, the company I'm affiliated with has one branch one store that covers the whole of the Middle East region and it's 10 minutes away from my house. Now, if like, how, how do I explain that? There's, this would not have happened if I was not in a state of flow, if I was not conscious and aware of the discomforts I had. An opportunity came to me, I dove straight in and the, the affiliation I, I got involved in 
it's 10 minutes away from my home that and, I live in Dubai. And just, right just to interrupt, brother, just to clarify for people listening, you didn't find out about the opportunity uh, with the office 10 minutes down the street from you by walking past that office. You attracted the opportunity indirectly from another source online. And then once you affiliated and bought the product, you found out that the head office was 10 minutes away. That's exactly, exactly how it works. Yeah, yeah. And in my opinion, that's a sign from a universe that you're in flow state and that you're uh, on your path. So keep going, brother. I just wanted to clarify that for people. Absolutely. And like a couple of weeks into my business, a few months into my business, I wasn't even um, aware like how powerful this, this journey is and, and this opportunity is for me, especially specifically for Mustafa. Like that's the power that I'm trying to be tap, tapping into and being aware of. And the other day I had like an opportunity to, to make a sale and help a family here in Dubai and they couldn't make it to this store that was 10 minutes away. Now this, this store gave me this credit card reader and they said, go and take it, go and make your sale. And I was looking at this credit card machine thinking, this, this is put through millions of dollars of sales for the whole of the Middle East. And I have it in my hand. And I'm probably the only guy who has it in their hand who's part of the online community that I'm involved in. And I'm like, this is crazy how this is working out. Now, and it always takes me back to the moment I was on the balcony swinging into, in, my, in my hammock, uh, being in that state of understanding really what's going on and how I've submitted to just the present moment. Um, it's just so, so powerful when you, when you get comfortable with the discomfort you're experiencing and just things work out for you um, and just being aware of that. And I feel like the more I'm aware of things that happen in my life, the more abundant I become in different aspects of my life. And that's the most powerful thing I've ever really experienced um, in current life. And I'm looking forward to what's going to come next. Awesome. Always looking forward to what's coming next. Awesome. And you're looking forward to what's coming next is, is creating your reality because you're looking forward to it with uh, abundance and reception and not fear and worry. And something else I want to point out to everybody that's really important, if you want to do what Mustafa has done, uh, you know, packed everything up, moved to Dubai and started some businesses and started providing for his family, uh, is that you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And one of the best ways to deal with that is what Mustafa is talking about that hammock happened to him in the hammock is learning to surrender, learning to be in the now and learning to accept what is going on and, and transcending it super powerful. What do you do on a daily basis to keep yourself in flow state, brother? Absolutely, absolutely, Edwin. Um, so basically, I, I practice a lot of prayer, a lot of gratitude, a lot of meditation. I always, every single day, I, I push myself out of my comfort zone um, and things, I do things I don't really want to do. And um, a simple task is just having a cold shower in the morning. Like it's the last thing I really want to do every single morning. And I know if I have a really cold shower, or if I go and jump in a cold pool, which I have on the rooftop here, it really puts me in that state flow and, get, and gets me ready and prepared for the task that I need to complete that day. And um, now, a thing I really have uh, I've really been enjoying recently is understanding my thought process when I'm silent. And the way I do that is I will sit down in a meditation for 15 minutes. And at the end of the meditation, I, I've had no distractions. I've, I've really conquered 
uh, removing my thought process, bringing it down to a, to a conscious level, a subconscious level. And then I grab my phone and the first thing I do is video record myself for 10, 15 minutes of talking about my thoughts. That's the first thing I do every single morning. Um, and I've only been doing that for the past 10 days. This is something that I really have uh, been enjoying. It's a new task that has been given to me from somebody else and that I'm part of. And it's, it's changing everything because I, I've realized the way I have to reflect myself to, to have an impact in other people's lives is to really understand who I, who I am, my identity, and understand my thought process and how I can really resonate and touch other people by leading by emotion. So the way I film myself and just start talking, just going into a flow of, of, of a video, and then um, anything that comes out is the real me. And I, I replay them videos. I don't share them with anyone. I replay them to myself in the evening. Um, and I realize there are some things that come up that I haven't even thought about consciously. And uh, this is a really powerful tool that I'd recommend to a lot of people. You can make this 15 minutes to 30 minutes, whatever is comfortable for you, because meditation is different for everybody. And you just got to find a way that works for yourself. Um, and this is something I've really cherished and I, I feel like it's a practice I want to carry on with forever now. Um, but yeah, definitely practicing prayer, gratitude, meditation and doing something that really you don't want to do, like a cold shower or working out in the morning to raise your vibration. Awesome, awesome. And something I want to touch on to explain to everybody is, and this is only my opinion, but what Mustafa is talking about is that when you are in meditation, you are quieting your mind, you are letting go, you are connecting with the place of no thought, you are connecting with source energy or however you want to call that or describe it. Um, and one powerful thing that happens when you meditate like this is that you balance your brain waves, which leads to optimized neural communication, which leads to positive thoughts. And I find it quite fun sometimes. A lot of my meditations, I don't allow myself to, to have downloads, but other meditations are specifically to receive downloads. And it's, that's how I've created all my content for podcasts throughout the week is, is that this information arrives. And it's almost, whether it's from your higher self, higher self or source energy, uh, you're tapped in, tuned in and turned on. It's super, super powerful. I'm excited that you, uh, you have discovered this, brother. Uh, let everybody know about um, uh, what happened recently in Barcelona. Uh, I was speaking at an event that you were part of, and uh, you got into a room with a group of people that were all spiritually um, focused. Uh, let everybody know what happened, please. Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to share this, actually. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much a, a spiritualist. I, I'm connected to, to God in my own way. Um, now... Knowing that power you have, knowing that you're, you are a spiritualist and you know there are other people out there who are on the same wavelength as you. And um, I connected to these people in Barcelona. Now, in Barcelona, I experienced something called the spiritual awakening. And that's tap tapping into a, a higher power, tapping into understanding just what's going on in this dimension and other dimensions. Um, and the, the way it worked is really is just being connected and being drawn to certain individuals. And we, we practiced a meditation together. And during this meditation, many of us just all of a sudden started to experience a really deep emotion 
of connectivity. And um, this, this really brought out different energies and dynamics in the room. The aura was completely mind-blowing. And, and a few of us, not just myself, experienced a, a massive spiritual awakening. And, and we, we managed to understand certain things. We even feel like there's unfinished business. And this is where it's going to take us to Vietnam. So on the retreat, there's going to be some more uh, that's to come uh, for sure. Um, and the idea of this is if you feel like you have, you're a powerful being and, and you all are, everybody's enough, everybody's powerful, is go and connect to other people that you are drawn to. And when you sit down with these people, you will feel a complete different entity, a complete different vibration and energy in the room and the environment changes. And, and this is where it's a good opportunity to sit down with that person or with the group and meditate together. Having a meditation on your own is powerful alone. Now imagine doing that with five other spiritual beings who have the same practices, who have the same beliefs, and who can really tap into things that, that blow your mind. And so that's what happened in Barcelona, Adrian. We had a massive spiritual awakening. A few people uh, who I was meditating with managed to let go of their ego. And somebody managed to really bring out things from the past that no longer served them. And, and myself alone, I, I didn't even understand what was going on the week after Barcelona. That, that's how long it took me to overcome what was going on and try and kind of understand this, this power that we, we have within each other. Awesome. Awesome. Love, love the, uh, love the experience and love the story, brother. Um, what is the, uh, we talked earlier about the, uh, the importance of the three things we control from your opinion. Um, what do you want to share with the audience about that? Yeah, this is, this is something I've been thinking about for a long time and how society works and how, as you, in humanity, we're, we're kind of controlled and we kind of need to be in a way, but at the same time, you have the right to really gain back the control you deserve. And that is three things, three aspects of your life that's kind of um, impacted on you from, from childhood. And this is the food you eat, the water you drink, and the, the, the things you consume mentally and um, through, through media. Now, if you guys look around you, the food that we have around us, the food we're consuming is completely different to the food we used to consume 100, 200 years ago. Things have changed massively in the food industry and the same thing with water itself. And of course, we all know the media is another thing to, that plays a massive role in this. Now, the way I've seen this and the way I go about it now is to, to gain control and the right of your own control is to really manage what you eat be aware of what you drink and be very vigilant of what you consume mentally. And the moment you are aware of what you eat, what you drink and what you consume, you start to regain a bit of control over your life and things start to change. Um, and this is something I've been practicing out here. As soon as this opportunity arrived to me out here in Dubai, I, I started to understand. And I actually removed my TV. For the first year I was here in Dubai, I did not even have a TV. I, know I didn't want a TV. And this is all because I wanted to gain control over what I was consuming mentally. Um, and then I started to, to drink electrically reduced water and that changed the game for me completely. And then I started to be aware of the food I was eating because you are what you eat. And if you aren't going to be raising your vibrations with the food you're ingesting, what's going to happen to you? Everything spirals down negatively and, and things really will affect your body. So these are the three concepts of my life. I feel like if you gain control over, 
it's a game changer. Everything in your own life, in your present moment, and things to come will change for the better of good. Awesome. Awesome. Love your messages, brother. Where, where can people find you? Absolutely. So uh, my Instagram handle is at travel with Mustafa. And now I'm an accredited coach. I'm helping struggling entrepreneurs and also a specific niche of men who have Asperger's syndrome or who are considered to have ASD. I'm actually helping them lead a more fulfilling life through my coaching. Um, and you can find me on Facebook at Mustafa A.S. Jafir um, or on my Instagram handle at Travel with Mustafa. Can you uh, spell that out for everybody, brother? Absolutely. So Mustafa A.S. Jafir is M-U-S-T-A-F-A. Then it's A, then S. And then my surname Jafir is J-A-A-F-I-R. Awesome. Awesome. And... Um... To finish off, brother, what, what message do you, what do you want to close with? What, what message do you want to send to the audience to finish this awesome conversation off? Yeah, it's one statement I always want to say is, is really submit to the present moment of what's going on in your life and, and raising the awareness around that. And the more you, you submit and just let things flow and be comfortable with what's going on, you will be on that, that, that life path journey I explained and you will avoid um, the zigzags and you will really be in state flow and have more breakthroughs to understand your life and your presence on this earth. Awesome. Awesome. It's been super awesome having you on the show, brother. Thank you so much, Adrian. It's been a pleasure. Um, this is my first podcast with somebody, so I'm, I'm really enjoying being out here talking. Um, so thanks for the opportunity. I, I truly appreciate you, brother. Awesome. Awesome. It's the first of many, my friends. You did amazing. I think you got a powerful story. I'm excited to have you back on the show one day to discover why you ended up moving to Dubai, where your parents left the Middle East. I'm excited to, to have part two to that story. Uh, to everybody listening, uh, one of uh, Mustafa's most powerful messages is something that I, I say a lot is... Um, uh, there are no predators in the now, and the fastest way to raise your vibration is to live in the now. And when you live in the now, you let your cork float, you surrender to what's going on, and uh, you start flowing downstream. It's super, super powerful. It's been another amazing episode of The Power on Boost. I want to remind everybody that's listening is you are enough. Uh, you, are, you are super, super powerful, and there's something unique inside of you that you should let shine let your unique flower shine, uh, squeeze everything you can out of your life, live in the now and make today the best day of your life. Sending you guys lots of love from Thailand and there's lots of love coming to you from Dubai, from Mustafa. We appreciate you guys listening. Have an amazing day. Make today the best day of your life, everybody. You're super, super fucking powerful and you're super awesome. You just finished another episode of the Power On Boost podcast with your host, Adrian Wesley. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next time. Power on!